Welcome to Table Talk with Tati, a podcast for millennials where we bring real-life topics on the table for real talk. I am your host, Natasha Tati Weston, lifestyle entrepreneur and three-times best-selling author. I'm a sucker for business, branding, and self-development, but I created this space to escape from the worlds we create for ourselves on the daily. Table Talk with Tati is the epitome of having the girl next door right in your back pocket. So kick back, pour up, and join me each week for real talk, current events, and powerful conversations about life, business, and all that other ish. Tasha Tidy Weston, and welcome back to the Table Talk with Tidy podcast. It's been a minute since our last episode, but y'all know I came with all the goods today. So thank you so much for tuning in for yet another show. Guys, we've got two more episodes left until season six. Can you believe it? Season six. So I'm so geeked about that. My team and I have been behind the scenes working on some new and improved uh, segments that we're going to add to the show, some guests that I've had on my guest wait list or guest wish list, if you will, for the longest. And so y'all may have not heard from me, but I've been working to make this experience better for not just me, but for you as well, because obviously without you, there would be no Table Talk with Toddy. So shout out to you for listening. If you're an oldie but goodie, welcome back to the show. If you are new, enjoy today's show. Don't forget to take a minute and rate and review and share this episode with somebody that you love, like your girl you know, on the job or your biz bestie or your sister, your auntie, whoever, right? Um, Share this episode with them. I'm sure they will enjoy it. So quick recap, episode 57, we talked about being uncensored and the repercussions of not being who you are. And I want to talk a little bit more about that, but I don't think I'm going to talk about it today. I may save that for a whole nother episode, but who knows? It may tie into what I'm talking about because y'all know when I get to talking, that's a wrap. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast, rate and review. I had to say that y'all, my team keeps telling me I need to remember to say that. So I'm telling you guys, I'm asking you rather to please remember to rate, subscribe and leave a review. Also, listen to the end of this episode and I will share with you how you can win a $50 Amazon gift card that yours truly is giving away to all of you out there in podcast land. So if you've missed episode 57 or any of our past episodes, feel free to check them out at tabletalkwithtati.com. Yes, y'all, I went ahead and got the domain again, so it'll make it easier for you guys to find it. You can also obviously listen to this show on all major platforms for podcasting. All right, so let's dive into what I want to talk about today because I feel like it is just so, 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 so very timely considering one of our favorite childhood movies has been remade and opening weekend was this past week. And y'all already know what I'm talking about, The Lion King. Now, I'll be honest, I was never like a diehard Lion King fan, naturally, I've seen it a million times in my childhood. Now, I noticed with Tyler that he's not he's not a huge fan either. I've tried to get him to watch it, but he does love the soundtrack to the original. I will say that. A lot of life events have occurred in the last 30 days or so. And naturally, whenever I am... Well, no, I'll say this. Naturally, I don't do new episodes 
until something in my life has occurred that has given me lots of maybe teachable points or topics that I want to talk about, which is why I'm excited about season six of the podcast, because we're going to be intertwining a whole lot more current events into some of the episodes. So I'm super excited about this. So anyway, the other day, I don't know what happened. I can't really remember, but the topic good versus classic came to mind. And it got me to thinking about how many of us are out here in these streets trying to be good at everything. And we're just not being successful at anything in our personal lives and our professional lives. We're just screwing up on every corner. And I really strongly believe in my opinion that it is because we're too busy focused on being good than we are busy being focused on being classic. So retract back to this past weekend. It was the opening weekend for the Lion King film where the Queen Bee, Beyonce, starred in the movie as Nala. Now, leading up to the opening weekend, there was lots of excitement surrounding Beyonce's role as Nala in the film. I mean, we saw the new video from the soundtrack, the new song, everybody was quoting it, tweeting it, IG in it, Snapchatting it. And then we saw pictures from the premiere of Beyonce. And of course, we know she only posts on Instagram when it's something huge, which I mean, I feel like everything Beyonce does is huge. But we all raved and reposted her pictures. And we were just so excited about seeing her play this role. Now, let me put a disclaimer out there. Y'all, I haven't gone to see The Lion King yet. And it's because my five-year-old is not excited to see it. Normally, when a new Toy Story movie comes out or a new Lego movie, he is annoying the heck out of me to take him to the movies. But when I asked him a couple weeks ago, I said, you know, The Lion King is coming out soon. You want to go see it? Y'all, he hasn't reminded me yet. So I'm not going to force the child to go see a movie he doesn't want to see, which means I'm probably not going to go see it either. Because like I said, the original Lion King, it was good. It's a classic, but it was not a movie from my childhood that I just have to see again. So I digress. All right. So I haven't gone to see it yet. I'm not going to say I'm not going to go see it. And then I thought about going to see it just because I knew I was going to talk about it on today's show. And I was like, nah, why? Just why? You know, I guess if I get that nudge later, I'll go and see it. And if I don't go and see it, y'all, I'll still buy a ticket just to support the film. Anyway, so we were all excited, right? Leading up to the opening weekend. Then the movie came out. And not even 24 hours later, Facebook went a bit nuts talking about, you know, the film was good, but they could have done without Beyonce. Or um, some people were like, all Beehive fans, you might not want to read this post because Beyonce sucked in the film. Like, it was all sorts of criticism surrounding her performance during the film. So tweet me, Snapchat me, IG me, and let me know what you think about Beyonce's performance in the Lion King film. Was she good? Was she great? Was she, yeah? Are you going to remember her in the film? Will you not remember her in the film? Could they have done without her in the film? Was she a good asset to the film? I personally think that, and this is my personal opinion. I think that Beyonce is part of the reason why the film has done so well. I mean, you can't deny it. When Beyonce's on anything, it sells out. It does extremely well. I mean, it's just Beyonce. So that's why she's the topic of today's discussion. So now I want you to think back to Beyonce's past acting roles in films such as Dreamgirls, Obsessed with Idris Elba, The Fighting Temptations with 
Cuba Gooding Jr. You know, some of the older movies. I think she was even in Austin Powers movie once. And um, y'all remember that, uh, God, it was like an opera movie that she did. It was like one of her earlier day movies. But some of y'all probably don't even remember those movies, right? Some of you probably didn't leave the movies raving about her performance as an actress the same way you didn't leave raving about her performance as Nala in The Lion King. But without hesitation, name the film that you couldn't stop raving about. Homecoming. Why? Because this is a classic Beyonce film. Period. It's a classic. If you watched the Homecoming film, you saw just how intricate the details were. You saw how much planning went into it. You saw how much blood, sweat, and tears went into Beyonce's performance for a two-day Coachella show, or Mochella show. Let me correct myself. And that is because Beyonce has clearly identified that she cannot be a classic if she's good at everything. You're not going to catch Beyonce on the BET Red Carpet Awards show maybe once every century or once every decade. Maybe I'm being dramatic. But you're not going to catch her on every red carpet. You're only going to catch her on the best of the best with all of the classics and people and individuals and movements that we deem as classic and not just as good. Because you can't be a classic if you're good at everything. So let's define good and classic. To be good is to be desired or approved of, right? So you could be good at tying your shoes. You could be good at putting some cornrows in your hair to go under your lace front wig. You can be good at maybe pumping gas. You may be good at putting a t-shirt on with a pair of jeans. But to be classic is to be considered as recognized considered and recognized as established value and someone or something of high quality, period, point blank. So even though you can put a shirt and a pair of jeans together and it look good, you probably don't know how to put a shirt with a nice statement blazer and a bomb pair of shoes and turn that outfit into something different because maybe you're not a classic fashion stylist or a classic fashion designer or whatever the case may be. So Beyonce may be good, and I got some quotes here, some silent quotes here. She may be good at getting on film and learning lines and being on a movie, but she's probably not going to be someone we remember as a classic actress, if we're just being honest. Beehive, don't come for me. I'm just stating the facts here, okay? So when we think about classic actresses, we think about Angela Bassett. We think about Cicely Tyson. We think about whoever else you would think of as a classic actress. Those are just the ones at the top of my brain, y'all. All All right, Beyonce is probably not going to fall within alignment. But when you think about a classic entertainer, when you think about a classic performer musically and lyrically, I'm sorry, but Beyonce is at the top of the list. Michael Jackson is at the top of the list. Jay-Z is at the top of the list. Whoever else, Anita Baker is at the top of the list. Like those are people who are going to go down in history as classics. And that's because they're not out here trying to be an actress um, and, and call themselves a classic actress that is. You know, I am a firm believer that we can do as many things on this in this lifetime as we want to. If you want to try your hands out at acting, go ahead and do it. I'm a living example. Y'all know I filmed on the set of Empire and Being Mary Jane. 
a couple of times. And it wasn't because I wanted to be an actress. Like I knew that wasn't my strong suit, but I wanted the experience. I wanted it on my resume. So there's nothing wrong with trying out different things. But if you're doing everything and, you know, doing it a little mediocre, you can't be classic. You don't have time to learn how to be classic in the things that you are the most valuable in. So I want to share a little scenario with y'all really quick, something that actually just happened to me not too long ago. And it was really the icing on the cake as to why I wanted to do this episode was because I have been writing notes and I've been wanting to talk about this topic for a while, but I was like, you know, I don't really know. You know how when you're doing something and you really know when it's time to do it, now is the time to do it, y'all, because I've been planning for this episode for the longest. So anyway, I was texting my mom earlier today. and You should see me like trying to write out all my notes because I was like, oh my God, I got to record this today. So a couple of days ago, well, let me let me backtrack for a second. So I don't know if I've ever told y'all much about my job, but to say it in a nutshell, I have a very, very intricate responsibility and position at the company that I work for. And I wear many, many, many hats from contracting to marketing. I'm kind of like the glue that holds a lot of things together. Very stressful. <laughs> um, but Say I say all of that to say that because I am able to show value in so many areas and I'm able to show uh, the president and the vice president and some of the big leagues in the company that I am good at a lot of things, I think it's kind of caused some blurred lines. And in the last month or so, I've been noticing that they've been giving me a lot more responsibility within like the finance and math parts and counting and money parts of the company. I didn't sign up for that. Like I really didn't. And I tried to tell them that, but you know, I took my responsibility like a champ and I've done the best that I could do in those areas when need be. So anyway, um, Today, I get a phone call from one of the upper dogs in the company, and he's like, I've got a bone to pick with you. Well, yesterday, he calls me up on the phone, and he's like, hey, I'm out on a job site, and I need you to go in the system and see what this customer owes, like, what's the balance owed today? And, you know, I'm thinking to myself, oh, God, like, why do I have to do this? So anyway, I went in the system, I pulled out the contract, and I got the numbers based off of the information I had, you know, context. And I texted him the numbers that I had. Well, apparently, y'all, your girl was a little off. Because when he had a bone to pick with me today, he's like, oh, by the way, we were like $1,500 off. And my first thing is, I shouldn't have been doing this in the first place. (laughs) I told you. And he's like, you're not that good with numbers, are you? And immediately I felt myself get a little defensive when he said that. But then I had to stop myself and say, you know, if I was a classic or really great at accounting and math, I definitely probably wouldn't be working here and I wouldn't have the opportunity to really act in and thrive in and offer value in the things that I'm truly gifted and passionate about doing. So when he asked me the question, you're not that great at math, are you? My first response was after the defense wall came down. I said, I'm actually not great at, good at math. I'll be the first to tell you that I took several of my between middle and high school math classes over. I've gone to summer school for math. And right now, you know, honestly, the only relationship I have with math is knowing how to count the money in my bank account, knowing how to count the money that I'm investing, want to invest, the money that I'm making, the money that I want to make, you know, all the very important areas that us non-accountants and mathematicians know how to count. Don't y'all judge me. 
And that's fine with me because I know where I am gifted and talented at. And it doesn't make me feel insecure that I'm not great in a certain area, right? Because someone else may be. And I think that's a lot of people's problem these days is because it's so freaking easy to hop on YouTube or Google and figure out how to put together a coaching program. And then the next day we call ourselves coaches and slap it on our Instagram bio. That does not mean that you're a classic coach. That means you're a good coach. You're a mediocre coach and nobody remembers mediocre. So being everything and being good at everything is exactly how you dilute your gifts. You heard it here first. Period. Like, it's so easy to be a lot of things that you will dilute your gifts. So it got me to thinking about all of, like, the major brands and all of, like, the major influencers and entrepreneurs and people who are really making a mark in this world. It's like Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola is classic for soda, y'all, not lemonade, not tea. They don't need to know about lemons because they use, what do they use in Coke? Sugar acid or whatever? Y'all get the point. Google it if you really want to know. <laughs> but the point is, Coca-Cola is classic for one thing and one thing only. Not lemonade or not tea or what the other beverage manufacturers and companies are good at. So when you don't need to know a certain thing and it's not hindering you from truly walking in whatever your gifts and talents are, don't be ashamed of that. Like, don't be ashamed of that. I'm truly finding out the longer I live and the older that I get that I'm much more valuable when I'm focused. When I'm focused on leaving a legacy in a certain area. For me, one of those parts of me being classic is being an author and not just a one-time author, but right now a three, almost four times author, hopefully best-selling author again. So I'm focused on certain areas of my gifting so that when I die, I'm not remembered for doing everything. I'm remembered for being great at something or a couple of things that people will remember. That's what's important. So when between the Beyonce being in Lion King and, and the whole scenario with me at work came together, I was like, I mean, man, this is like the perfect opportunity to talk about this because don't y'all let Beyonce not being the best Nala sidetrack you from the the real, real, real takeaway from the whole thing, in my opinion, is that, y'all, Beyonce is going to continue to be in films. Number one, she's making a lot of money. Number two, we all know Beyonce's got a bigger plan, right? So she's not only making money from the film, but she's making money from the soundtrack. She's making money from the videos. And I'm sure there's a whole lot more to come. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if there's a Beyonce Nala doll or something coming up next with like, American girl or something. I don't know. I'm just throwing some random stuff out. But the point is, y'all, Beyonce can be in as many films as she wants and suck like hell. But guess what? That's not what Beyonce is classic for. Beyonce is classic for her homecoming film and, and being an entertainer, keeping us entertained, keeping us talking about her performances for years and decades to come and introducing her to our children and our next generation that's what classic Beyonce is. Classic Beyonce is not being in The Lion King. So I hope y'all enjoyed the film. For those of you who haven't seen it, I don't feel like I gave away anything that you probably haven't seen already. So don't come for me. All right. So today's tabletop takeaway, and I want you to tweet this. Make sure and tag me. I want you to put this on IG stories, on Facebook. Today's tabletop takeaway is 
Being good at everything is the recipe for poverty. Being classic at your thing is the recipe for legacy, period. All right, thank y'all so much for hanging out with me. It feels so good to be back. This is like my safe place, my comfort zone, this podcast in season six, y'all. If And I know I say this every season, but season six, y'all, is fitting to be so litty. Do you understand me? I've got my friends coming through. I've got some of my family, my cousins coming through. And some people that I've met in the industry or, well, in multiple industries over the last decade that I've learned a thing or two from. So we got a lot of new stuff coming up. So brace yourself. Make sure you're subscribed so you don't miss any notifications when a new episode goes live. Y'all, please rate the show, review the show, share this episode with a friend, and As promised, I want to share with you how you can enter to win the $50 Amazon gift card that I'm giving away. I'm giving away one every month for all of my loyal listeners. So here's the criteria to enter. You have had to have, y'all, this probably doesn't make any sense. You will have had to listen to at least one episode, which you already have because you're listening to this one. And then you need to go to Instagram, our Table Talk with Tidy Instagram, or our Facebook page, click on the link, fill out the two-minute questionnaire, and make sure you put your email address in the very last question section in order to enter. It ends on August 9th, 2019 at 11.59 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I will be picking one person, and I'm going to send you over a $50 Amazon gift card. Now, I don't know about y'all, but I'm obsessed with Amazon, and I wish I could win some Amazon gift cards to supply my wig habit. Anyway, so you can find all of the links to our social media page in the description of this episode. Make sure y'all connect with me on social media at Official Tidy. And until the next show, peace. Thanks for listening to the Table Talk with Tidy podcast. This episode has been brought to you by our sponsor, Tot Spot Productions. Be sure to visit NatashaWeston.com to join the conversation, read the blog, and discover more content. If you enjoyed today's show, head over to the Apple Podcast or Google Play app and subscribe, rate, and review. Don't forget to join us next week for another episode. Until next time.